You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Yeah, I don't know. Who in the history of ever has... Okay, on three. Ready? One. (laughs) I don't know. That's how people get killed. We need a volunteer (laughs) to come in every Monday. Your your only job. You just... One job. And you come in and you push the button. Brayden, in the camera, I can't really tell you where you are because you're like so camoed into the plant behind you. Well, he's got that old school camo on uh, (laughs) of... uh, Actually... I bought some old school camo. I showed. Yeah, I you did, dude. The, the uh, yeah, the uh, I went down Aspel. a hole on that side. Asbel, I think it's A S B E L L Asbel, Asbel maybe. Uh, so the guy Chris Powell told me about it. Well known hunter. I can't remember the dude's name, and I'm sorry for people I'm insulting, but Chris Powell was telling me about this. This guy built his, um, you know, reputation up as a trad bow hunter, and like trad bow or archery in general. You know, you want flexible clothing, but he. His wife hand makes this stuff apparently, and it mm. it looks. I, th- I think I sent you a picture of the tag. The, tag it's, the like tag's handwritten, handwritten um, size on it, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Um, but after seeing Chris's wool jacket when we were bear hunting, I was like, I got to get one of those. Where is it? And he's like, Dude, this is a cool story. He told me about the brand and the guy's story. I, I wish I could. I want to say Fred, but that's probably because Fred, Fred Bear. Bear. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Oh, Fred Bear. I know. I can't remember his name. Uh, and again, I'm embarrassing myself as I always do on the show. Come over here. You're a little. You're off Still camera. Too far. Yeah. Um, it, it feels weird that we're so close, but it looks good. Uh, but knees. Over yeah, <laughs> that's on purpose. Um, the but no, man, I love it. Um, it was honestly too for for like wool, thick, heavy duty wool. The price was great. I mm. thought. I think it was like one fifty something, one sixty maybe. Uh, but when you think about how expensive some of these synthetics and the the merino stuff is, um, very very good quality. But it, it is not camo at all. It's no. just it's just brown. Uh, yeah, it's got like the buffalo plaid. Yeah, uh, stripes right. on it. Yeah, it's that sit still and shut up camo. Yeah, yeah. I need to work on that. So that's why I, I think that's part of why I like bear hunting too, because I my ADHD played real well into it. Like we're just constantly on the move. After he sent that, I was waiting for you to find the like the Native American mm. quilt pattern one in there because like Braden's gonna show up. In this I know. For sure. I might get it. You never D- know. Dan was making fun of Derek for having a hoodie on that was that kind of pattern, <laughs> yeah. and, I, and then I looked at Dan and he's got that full wool jacket yeah, on. Yes. I was like, really? We go, we're going there. <laughs> Dan always gets made fun of when he's not here. Yeah, and, and when he's here. here, yeah, it's just kind of a yeah, but yeah. mostly when he's not here to defend himself. He's got big arms. Got it. Be careful. <laughs> That's who needs to push the buttons. He can reach both <laughs> yeah. of them at the same time. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I like it. That's a great idea. Uh, so we are coming off of the holiday hangover of, like, Christmas and New, New Year's. Year's. Oh, God. <laughs> That's the that's the voice of a woman with children. Survived our children. Yeah. My son went back to school today. My daughter goes back tomorrow. Felt good to drop him off. We needed it. Can't relate. Yeah. Well, it's just like... I, I, all, even my nephews too, we went over to my in-laws for New Year's Eve and the, the kids are just like at that high energy level where they're all beating the crap out of each other. My, mm-hmm. my nephew had a bruise, like nobody could figure out what happened. Uh, but it looked like he got hit in the face with a baseball. Um, so my kids every, every yesterday was my breaking point of, uh, my wife was working since so she was asleep and every 30 or 45 minutes, my middle child was coming up to me with the new injury. 
from fighting over toys. Oh and I'm like, gosh. you guys have so many toys now. Yeah. Like, I gotta, I'm gotta, i going to have to get trash bags out to go donate some stuff. Mm. Why are we fighting over toys? They're fighting over toys they got last year. Hmm. What's up with that? I don't know. You, you didn't get any toys? <laughs> uh, Did you guys get any outdoor toys? Anybody get anything good? Yeah, new uh, fly reel. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you did. I'm pretty nice. stoked about it. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, Kingfisher. So I haven't I haven't got to use it yet. Uh, did some bad, bass fishing yesterday, but that was with my bait caster. So. But, yeah, I'm stoked. I finally have, like, an adult fly reel. Like, I've been using that little plastic little doodad from Orvis, which was fine and served its purpose. But mm. this thing's, like, sealed for salt water. It's it's ready to go. Dude, cool. my, uh, my wife got me um, – this is not really outdoor toys, but two things from Clayton and Kroom. The They got the leather sunglass holders mm-hmm. now. Because I spent uh, – we went to Disney, and I realized I didn't have any. I was like, oh, man, oh. I really need them for this trip. So I spent, like, three gift shops looking for things, and I finally gave up. But she bought me some nice – they got my initials on them. Nice, cool. man, dude. Yeah. My uh, dad got Tim and I a state park pass. Oh, that's cool. For Indiana. So it even came with, like – it was really cheap. I mean – That's Indiana. Well, yeah. <laughs> Come to Indiana, we're cheap. Um, it, it was like $99, I think. And so it get, even if you camp at a state park, you still have to pay the entry fee for the park. So it'll cover that. But then it gives you $65 camp credit. Mm-hmm. So like. How much is a campsite usually? Uh, They're usually about 30, 30 to $35, depending on like if it's a weekday, it's like 30 bucks For a camper. Like the hookups and everything? Yeah, 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 yeah. For like a full-ish hookup site. That's cool. Yeah. Mm. So. I got, yeah. my father-in-law got me this ridiculous, he always gets me something like really ridiculous, but then you're like, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> uh, it, 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 like one year I got this light that plugs into a normal light bulb, but it's this LED thing that you can point all these different directions. And I was like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? And then I loved it. I put mm-hmm. it, I put it in my hunting room and I can like angle the lights wherever I need it now. Mm. Cause I, my, my, it's in my basement. So I got that one pull string that was always a janky uh-huh. tungsten bulb. And now it's like, yeah. when it comes on. But this year he got me a, uh, neck light. I didn't know this thing. It's kind of like the same concept as a headlamp, but it goes on your neck. So it's not moving with your head, but it's got two different lights on it, two different brightnesses. So I was out there pulling that brisket off. I'm like, Oh, this is awesome. Like, you know, lighting up the whole grill. <laughs> Neck yeah. accessories, oh the theme yeah. of Christmas. Neck. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of neck, I can see yours now. Yeah. You yeah. got a haircut for Christmas. I did. I got I got tired of the long hair and just shaved it all off in a moment of weakness. I want to pitch you on one more manscaping thing. I really want to see you with like a clean shaven face with that mustache. I mean, I, that's not that crazy. I'll no, do that. I, I think I think like it would really like ATA. You need to uh, ATA is great because you could go all in. You, you'll people will think. You're one of these famous influencers if you uh-huh. show up with a mustache. I guarantee it. Okay. I'll do it in that case. Have I told you about the time me and Bo uh, – this was even – like this was years ago when Bo was still kind of coming up. I think uh-huh. Bo's built his brand. He's uh, Probably a lot more people know him now. Yeah. But years ago, early in his podcast journey, he and I did a podcast at ATA that he showed up hungover to for sure. <laughs> um, but we were sitting out and we had the – you know the the like hats he's got the mustache we got podcast gear mm-hmm. everybody kept walking by in the hallway and they'd stop and like look under the hat to see if we, we were famous and they'd be like i don't know who this guy is <laughs> 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 all right yeah so yeah. yeah so if you want like people to really listen to you on your pitches at ata you'll you'll power stash it it's sold that's yeah. what i'm working up to i'm just gonna shave off this and i'll just have this mustache waxed okay. out yeah. i liked when you had your mustache you need yeah. to get back on that my wife would Actually, I'll probably end up doing it for a couple of days. 
I uh, I had an investor meeting today that I I thought about it, but I was like, ah, I probably don't want to show up like mm. that idiot. Now wait a minute. What? We're doing a shoot before ATA, and so I'll have to. Mm. Yeah, Ooh, mustache wow. may be in order. Ah, you should dude, some handlebars. All yeah. right, nice, nice. We'll all show up with different variations <laughs> of mustaches. I can't wait for the day you guys give me facial hair recommendations. <laughs> I keep telling you, grow it out. I know. I've been trying. I've been trying. Years. Of work. They sell like beard enhancer. Yeah. You need some? Oh my gosh. No. no. Chia right. pet for your beard. Yeah. You Rogaine don't. for my cheeks. Yeah. Yeah. Chin. All right. Well, we'll, well, maybe next Christmas. Mm-hmm. Get the company. That, that's what everybody's going to get from Go Out for. Uh, <laughs> For Christmas Rogaine? next year. No, no, no. The beard stuff. They make like a beard oil that, oh. that brings, mm. you know. So I'll get that for Erica. You just start rubbing it in. By by Mother's Day, you'll have a nice. By Mother's Day. That's, that's going to be the breaking point for, ten, breaking point for ten. He's like, no. You got to go away from those guys. This is escalated. Did, uh, did you guys, anybody get outside? I know you did. We'll talk about your, you did some hunts. Anybody else get outside? Uh, I mean, it snowed over the break, and so oh yeah, did, well, Christmas like, was kind of miserable. Sledding and stuff like that. Mary Margaret was laughing because you all were out with uh, the like she wouldn't she didn't want our kids outside, which it was negative seven before wind chill. It was like yeah. negative twenty something. Yeah, and um, my my daughter would have made it maybe seven minutes in that. She's just not built for. She's kind of like you. Yeah. Like she likes it. I pointed at Erica. Uh, Erica likes it to be like ninety five and humid. Mm-hmm. Her and Dan. My daughter's kind of like that. Like, uh, d- she she sleeps every night, no matter the temperature. She has like twelve blankets that I have to put oh. on in order. That's me. Yeah, I have order. a I have a weighted twenty pound blanket. Oh my gosh! And Jeez. like over a comforter. Yeah. No. I'm, no. Meanwhile, I'm like, <laughs> my wife makes fun of me because I'm like hot. I'm laying there, you know, just no no PJs, you know, just underwear and just sweating when it's when it's you know thirty oh my degrees gosh. outside. No. Well, okay, so. Um, for Christmas, my son got a little like electric powered dirt bike. So it's not, he's five, so it's not gas powered. And he's been asking for a dirt bike. The way of the future. Yeah. That's what Twitter tells me. The way of the future. Well, he's been asking for one and he, this thing goes like, I think like 12, 13, 14 miles. It's fast. But it also was negative seven on Christmas. So he gets it. And I'm like, this is the worst year because Mm -hmm. he can't go outside with it. So we end up letting him just roaming around like our living room and our kitchen. And finally, we let him take it downstairs. And he's riding a dirt bike. And can we please go outside and play in the snow? And they don't understand that, like, you're going to die if you go out there. I mean, I know this is not Minnesota. (laughs) But I said, if it's going to get a little bit warmer and then you'll you can go outside and so for days they're like can we can we please and so finally it hit 20 degrees and i was like yep let's do it and i hated it i wanted oh god i didn't i hated thinking about doing it but we went out there and they did the um my parents have a side by side and they hooked it up kind of like you did to the sled and then we slid and then oh god i tim's knee went into my face i still can hardly chew on this side of my face it hurts so bad um, but yeah, that's what we did. When I wasn't wrangling children, I was working on all my skulls. So that one's done. If you're on the watching the video here, if this is a clip, you can see it. But yeah. I posted a picture of this on my Go Wild profile. Uh, that's this year's buck. So I, when did uh, that water bong show up? Uh, that's been there. It's not a water bong. It's a <laughs> an, an, <laughs> it's um it's an antique decanter. Mm. It's so, cool. Yeah, it's actually been over there. It's just that it was so junked up with all my <laughs> no um, idea. 
Yeah, no, they're, they're well. They're, so all those bottles are just antique bottles that my my grandmother had. Weirdly enough, my grandmother never drank a day in her life, but I they would. Uh, my grandfather, way back before I was born, would go to auctions and buy sight unseen, kind of like storage wars type stuff, and mm. he would come home with stuff. And so when when uh, my grandmother died. We were cleaning out her house, and I kept finding all this booze paraphernalia. And I asked my mom, I'm like, what is going on here? Papa and Mama hated booze, like never drank a drop. And she's like, oh, it's from the 70s, uh, 60s, 70s. He would go out and buy stuff, and then if it looked cool, he would just keep it, probably not even knowing what some of the stuff was. Mm. Um, so I found all these old beer glasses. I gave a couple of them to Mike Larson because they were from Michigan. Oh, they were like cool. hand-painted from Michigan. Hmm. Uh, but those um, – None of those really had any value except the, you see the detective, mm-hmm. that gin bottle. That one I looked up and they run for like 75 to 150 bucks. So I thought nice. that was kind of cool. Yeah. Not <laughs> that I'm ever going to sell it, but I mean, they look cool. So I've got my, my buck came to live on the, uh, somebody on, on uh, a social post said we should put it up behind yeah. uh, in Uncensored, which I thought was better than what we had over there, which was a bunch of half empty booze bottles yeah. that nobody ever touches. Like they were just over there because it just was a collection. So yeah. all those have been moved to the rooster room. Yeah, it's a good display, man. Thanks, man. Worked in the Kentucky blue. Yeah, cool. it's got a little nod of blue. What What is really cool is that's the palette that all the tethered stuff has been coming in on. A, sorry, Jacob, you, you didn't take those, <laughs> so I came and got them. Uh, but the, the, I oh, feel, the thing is, they keep coming. They do yeah. keep coming. <laughs> but uh, uh, I ha- we had a stack of palettes, so I came over here and got them on New Year's Eve. Oh, that's cool. And uh, that it's cool because that was a tethered shipment. I, I killed my buck out of a trophy set, uh, trophy line tethered combo of gear. So nice, nice little tie in there. Mm-hmm. Full circle moment. Yeah, Looks full circle good. moment. So I like how you didn't do like an annoying Kentucky blue with it. You just no, it had like to be tasteful. Little, just a little little <laughs> nod, little nod. Of, yeah. Uh, yeah, just a little <laughs> nod of blue. Uh, rust rust it up uh, real nice. I want to do something. I'm like I, I can't I can't have like three deer on bourbon barrel heads. That's just kind of getting obnoxious. Mm-hmm. So. Erica looks. She's like, where's the third one? Um, or the second one? Oh, I see. The, that, yeah, that one over there, but then yeah. the one at the entryway. Downstairs. So, yeah, if you want to see that, check it out. It's on my Go Wild profile. This is Brad speaking, uh, if you don't know. This is Brad speaking. Yeah. If you don't know, if you're first timer, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying Brad Luttrell. Uh, anyways, so you didn't do anything outside? No, I fished, man. You fished? Of course. Did you catch of course. any? Of course I fished. Yeah, uh, I caught two little trout. It was tough fishing, I would say. But, you know, I got out for a little bit, maybe Locally. a couple hours. Yeah. Down to Crick. Nice. Did you see the tip from John Hunter? What? That he gave us oh. that uh, Go Wild posted? Mm-mm. Which one was it? Uh, he said that people Wait, think... when he was here. Yeah, he was here, and yeah. then I posted the video. Did you see it? I didn't see the post. Oh, okay. So he says <laughs> that people think that you need to go, like, really deep right now for bass fishing, but you really should just go find some rocks because they kind of like warm up with any of the sun that comes out and they kind of are like under the shallow rock. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yeah, because it holds the heat. Yeah. So they go to the warm So water. you don't have to go super They'll deep. also suspend. They'll they'll move in the water column where the oxygen is the best. So it may mm-hmm. not always be deep. Sometimes it's higher. I didn't know that. That's why I use suspending jerk baits this time of year. Mm, I thought they just went to sleep. So <laughs> they just hibernate like a bear. Like bears. Yeah. yeah. Do you know bears don't hibernate necessarily in dens? Uh, like they don't. I always thought they kind of burrowed out a hole mm-hmm. or or would take advantage of a hole. Um, hmm. But in some areas, the guys that we hunted with were saying that sometimes they'll just sleep out in the open. Like they're just out getting rained on and snowed on and everything. 
they don't mm. always find like a like they don't they aren't always out of sight like you think they are. These guys are saying black bears aren't as particular as we think. They'll they'll just kind of like they'll find a natural hole in the ground or a natural rock ledge, or sometimes they'll just feel like meh, right here's good. Or if they're in Gatlinburg, a dumpster. Yeah, <laughs> for real. They hibernate in dumpsters. Oh, dude, I just feel like you always see them by trash down yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> for real. The trash service. <laughs> All right, Braden, tell us this story about the jerky. Oh, no, no jerky. Oh, not enough is. meat. Summer sausage. That's <laughs> what <I'm laughs> uh, Yeah, so me and my buddy Tucker uh, went out to. Is that the Viking? Uh no, you're uh, the Russian sniper. Oh, okay. That's uh, Patrick. That's what it is. All right. Yeah, he's different. Um, he, him, me, and Phil usually go together, but uh, Phil was working, um, and me and Tucker both had Thursday off. So we went out to my grandpa's, and I had hunted out there zero times, um, just having other places to hunt. And I was like, man, it'd be fun to just go jump out into the woods today, like low expectations. We had run cameras out there last year, and like, Basically, we're like, yeah, there's tons of does moving through this area. Is he tagged out? No. Okay. Um, so, so he had a buck tag, and you, you could shoot does. Sorry. He did have – he had shot a buck, but oh, okay. he still had two does. Oh, tags. sorry. That's what I meant. So you guys yeah. are just primarily looking for does. Yep, both shooting does. And um, so I was like, well, it's, like, super easy hunt. Like, let's just go out there. It's going to be a weird morning. It was like it started out, like, in the uh, – I think it was, like, low 30s and then by the time sun was up it was like getting into the low 40s and so just kind of a crapshoot weather wise like wind was good um so we went out there and um got set up and we actually didn't get like everything settled until dang near first light like it was (laughs) just one of those mornings yeah man it was like super easy setup super short hike but just like having two people in the same tree and like never like I think we'd hunted together one other time. And so, like, just putting each other's gear here and there and trying to Is figure a buddy out. stand? No. Um, we had a hang on on one side that he was in, and then I was in the uh, Braden saddle. likes to saddle up the oh, same tree okay. so he can stick that leg around, give it a little. Yeah. <laughs> a little cuddle. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so Y'all would hate saddling with me. Like, I, I told you, I, got, I just have a hard time sitting still. You'd be like, Brad, mm. stop. I probably Stop. would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm do. not like your buddy, I but like say. I, I do find myself moving a bunch. I know I do it. It's just the thing. Yeah, I don't know how much it matters, honestly. I mean, it um, definitely matters, but I just I, I, I get like I'm like man, it's been it's been 17 minutes since I had a snack. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I thought you just meant like kind of rocking or swaying. Or oh like no, I mean, I, mean I'm like not I'm not like real. I'm I'm kind of giving myself a hard time. Okay, but, fair enough. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we got set up and we were joking like, oh, perfect, got set up right at first light just like we planned and so we were just sitting there and then all of a sudden um he's like there's a doe to the right and like he was talking real quiet and so we were both kind of facing out like we were facing the same direction he's seated in a hang on and then i'm standing leaning like facing the same direction and so i thought he meant kind of like into this field off to the right so i'm like leaning around the tree looking around him kind of to his right and i'm not seeing anything i'm like dude i don't i don't see it i don't see her and he's like, she's right there, 10 yards. And I'm like, how do I? It, it was kind of low light, but I was like, how do I not see this doe? And so then I finally like, look, and he means directly to the right. Like, there, this doe is right there. And she's just not a care in the world, kind of had come in off the field and was actually, she kind of came into the woods and then made like a U and she was going back out um, into the field. Next thing I know, there's another one behind her doing the same thing, bigger than the doe in front. 
and we're looking through like a lot of brush it wasn't like like i said we didn't hunt out there at all so like shooting lanes there's like two decent shooting lanes the rest is pretty like grown up there's a lot of stuff everywhere i'm not real familiar with it and um so i'm kind of like starting to look for a lane through all this thick stuff like trying to see like is there if for some reason doe ends up in this area her shoulder's there you're good to take the shot and so i find what i felt like was a pretty good shooting lane and start watching this second doe assuming that tucker is planning on shooting the front doe so i'm like okay we're gonna try to double up here um which we had even talked about like you do in the truck like oh we're gonna go double up you know like <laughs> he's like i've never doubled up with you know on archery deer i was like how oh. you know i mean bunch of doe move through here we might get a chance and i mean it's like it's eight o'clock you know and sunrise is eight o'clock i think like we um so anyway and um this the first doe is kind of like starting to work out of the woods a little bit and really what i felt like or what i thought was like in tucker's like line of sight like i felt pretty good about it are y'all on the field line or you're in the woods we're like 10 yards or we're probably like 15 yards in from the field to our right and oh. then probably so, about the same distance from the field in front of us as well so it's starting to move away from you yeah so she's okay. kind of yeah she's moving out but like the path she's on she would be like eventually getting to broadside like if she's gonna work that mm. way so um i start kind of watching this doe behind her start to move up and i'm looking for that window and she's getting close and all of a sudden tucker draws back and so he's just he's kind of hanging out like he's not like ready to shoot but he's like you know if if we get a chance i'm ready to just because it's gonna be quick like it's gonna move into a shooting lane you're gonna have to let it eat so this other doe is moving very close to the shot window that i had picked out she just keeps getting closer and closer and closer and so she takes like one step in smaller of the does huh she's the smaller she's the bigger which is what threw me off um because i'm like i'm gonna shoot her she's bigger and um and the one that I actually had a chance to shoot. And so she takes her one step in, I draw back and I'm waiting. She takes another step and I look at Tucker and he can't see me, but I'm like, let's double up. One, two, three. And then I go, boom, I shoot. He doesn't. I was like, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) He was waiting for four. Just like I start on one. He never heard me. Oh. So it was just one of those things of like being in the tree, feeling like I'm talking loud, but he never heard me. And come to find out, he he didn't have a shot. Um, Lynn but, Hoffman oh, says yeah. that that never works out. The doubling the up. Double? Yeah, he, he he the Lynn's a buddy of ours. It's a guide yeah. for anybody that doesn't know. Um, and I've talked to him about doubling up, and he says he doesn't like to do it because there's always this kind of moment. Yeah. And he says the best thing to do is just shoot. They usually, if they run off, they don't go far. Now, no. that's with a gun. This is a little different with a bow. But they they will usually, like, especially the well, bow scenario, it's not that loud, too. Probably better. Yeah. yeah. So but. she, I, um, I'll explain my shot in a second, but um, the front doe that Tucker was looking at actually, like, runs out into the field kind of like makes a makes a u and circles back and she's at 30 yards into the field and so he draws back again and he's like range 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 and so i'm like pulling up my range finder and i click it and as soon as i do that she's like and takes off so um she ended up getting spooked out of there the reason i think she got spooked out of there was because of my shot so um unfortunately it deflected off of a limb and basically hit her like between her back hips um it was really rough anybody that's ever done that like they make 
usually make a bad sound. Like if you make it from what I've heard, like they make a bad sound when you don't shoot them in the vitals. Um, it's the kinda, deer? Yeah. Like they audibly? Kind of like sound? a screaming. Oh. Yeah. Oh, not did? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't super pleasant. Um, uh. But that like, that's a very obvious indicator. I didn't know this at the time. Very obvious indicator. Like you didn't make a good shot. I felt great about it. So I was like, why is she making this noise? And then all of a sudden she goes five yards away and falls straight down or five feet away and goes straight down and is just like laying there looking around and kind of like making her noises. And that's when I noticed where the arrow had hit her. And I'm like, it it doesn't compute. I'm like, what the heck happened? Was it like, was I looking at the wrong side of her? Because it's like almost the opposite of where... I wanted the, the, like, where I'm aiming. I'm in her front shoulder, and now I'm in the back. Um, and so just quickly got down and just shot her in the heart, and she died, you know, a few seconds after that. So tried, like, in that moment, just, like, limiting suffering as much yeah, as possible. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it's that sucked, man. I had, there was no part of that that was, that was fun. Um, well, you got lucky. That, I mean, she couldn't move, so yeah. she, you know, you're able to make in – move in and get that shot yeah she could not move um and once we started like field dressing her and stuff like we found i mean just severed her spine um so she she didn't make it far and so she was moving around a lot which is why i think that other doe really got spooked out of there and so i like i said i got down shot her get back up in the tree and because where she was at she was like inside the woods like you couldn't see her from the field and we're still trying to get tucker a doe um and so we're sitting there and this giant nanny doe, like huge, like three times the size of my doe, comes in and she comes in like directly behind us, which is basically the only place that we can't shoot deer because it's a south wind. And so the wind basically blew our our scent right into her face and she still stood there for a while, kind of like looking around, looking around and Tucker's like trying to get a shooting lane there just really wasn't there wasn't one on that angle we kind of needed her to like come around us um but that wasn't going to happen with the wind so then she does like a, a doe blow it's like See. going crazy goes out into the field and there were three more coming around a tree to come towards us so we were oh, like oh no. man so she scared all four of those took off um and we end up kind of just wait until about 11 we we're like it's getting warm like let's go ahead and um, so we, we, I drove the truck down, which is super nice. I've never gotten to do that <laughs> and just basically picked her up. She was 70, 80 pounds. She was very small. I can't even imagine how small the first doe was, um, and drove her up to like the front of the property far away from the spot because we were hunting that same place for Phil's birthday the next day and, uh, took her up there, got her field dressed and, um, yeah, took her to the, to the processor. So meat salvage. That. Uh, yeah, we ended up getting, um, 17 pounds after taking the backstrap out. So, um, it's just going to get some sausage. In addition to the backstrap, you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Those small deer though, there's not, I mean, going to be really good, tender, but there's just not a lot. No. You know? There was not. And, um, like basically where she, where the first shot hit her, it kind of like, there was some gut and urine, uh fluid that like she was laying kind of on her back you're in sterile it's fine and uh the tenderloins right there were like pale uh Mm. real weird because they've been sitting in it kind of marinated yeah so we lost those yeah um but yeah still got quite a bit and gonna get some sausage and um uh snack sticks so try that out 
Nice. Cooked up some of that, some of her uh, last night for some of my family that had never had venison before. Um, so I cooked up some backstrap on a skillet, and they all were like, this is like filet. It's been a big year for you, though. You had first archery buck, first public land archery buck, first, uh, so you got your second archery buck. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've probably learned more this year than, like, your whole life. Yeah, I mean, last year, even though I didn't shoot anything, I felt like I was just learning so much, and I kept saying, like, I feel like I'm learning what I need to know right before, or right after I need to know it. It's like I'm making all these mistakes that are causing me to not, like, be able to shoot a deer, and this year it was kind of like had learned so many of those lessons that like I'm putting myself in better situations. And yeah, stuff. I loved your post on Go Out because you were open about everything that happened. Like that's yeah. what Go Out's for. Yeah. You know, I feel like so many people try to hide that stuff and act like mistakes don't happen. But that's what I see the value of our platform is you know being able to tell the raw story. Like, yeah, I spine shot a deer. Yeah, yeah, I shot a bear four times before he died. <laughs> you yeah, know, it's like right. that's what it's all about. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, it's you, like so many people. <clears throat> all the comments I got were like happens to everybody yeah. if you do this long enough it's gonna happen to you um and so i i kind of felt like being able to to explain a little bit of like it's gonna happen the best thing that you can do in that situation is end it as fast as possible yeah like that that is all that i could think about when it happens like, oh no i gotta get down and shoot her fast my like, turkey this year the same thing i shot it and it like wobbled off uh you know i had a deflection like you did and I was freaking out. I'm like, oh, man, I wounded this bird. It's going to go die in a hole now. Yeah. And then I watched it fly off. It was fine. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. Once you frame this up, you kind of been working. And then we'll kick over to you know, whoever can talk about it. Uh, but I know you kind of worked with him on getting this like this this cool partnership lined out here. Yeah. So West and Paul over at Mountain Tough reached out. I mean, it's probably been a year or so since we started chatting, just, you know, trying to figure out ways to work together. They they had some stuff at Send It Slam when we did that last time. And so there's a lot of crossover between our audience, their audience. They're trying to get more of the whitetail guys. We're trying to reach more of the Western guys, which is kind of, you know, their core. And so we were just trying to figure out what we could do. And I don't remember, it, it might have been your idea when we were on our call with them or somebody came up with the idea of doing this fitness challenge. Like how can we utilize their platform through our platform and get people exercising to get in shape for upcoming turkey season? And so they're really good at building content and putting together workouts. And so they built one that everybody can get involved in. It's, you know, it starts out from, you know, basically couch to fit kind of thing with the the idea that it's getting ready for running gun turkey season. And so I'll let you handle the next part of going out to, to hang out with them a little bit. But, you know, we, Braden and, and Paul from the O2 podcast went out with them to, to hang out and, make some content together to get us geared up yeah yeah we did a, a almost a whole episode um on like that trip uh, i think that was not last one but the one before so if you want to hear like the full story of it all um we talked about it for about 30 minutes but the basically weston was like well you should come out here and me and jacob looked at each other we were like okay um and it just worked out that um me and paul were able to go out there went out and they kind of they helped like showed us what the workouts were put us through like a video series that they use in their platform to like help people make sure they're doing all the exercises correctly like they're working the right muscles also avoiding injury talking about like how the workout scales from like you said couch to fit like if you're in incredible shape you can still do the same workout and like it's just an adjustment of the rep count or if you have a you know a knee problem then you know, you can do this workout, but do it this way to avoid impact on your knees. Like they're so knowledgeable from like a coaching standpoint. And, 
you know, I, I thought it was it was such a really cool program for that reason. It was like tailored towards like something we all love to do, which is hunt, and like that can be kind of your motivation, like get ready for turkey season, and then like make it super approachable where there's no weight involved. It's you know all really well thought out for an outdoorsman or hunter to like you know get in shape for something we like to do. So um, yeah, really really cool. You want to talk about like some of the more details of the yeah. So this episode should release on Monday, January 9th. So starting today, if you're interested in the fitness program, um, you can download the Mountain Tough app, right? Mm-hmm. Correct me if yep. I'm wrong. Um, you can use code GOWILD30, G-O-W-I-L-D-3-0, um, and that will give you a whole month free of their app. So they've got all kinds of like programs and their app that you can um, watch and do. And one of those is called Go Wild Challenge. And that's the one that we are all going to be doing um, after we do the workouts every day. We're going to go into the Go Wild app and be logging them and sharing. Like, you know, I'll probably post a selfie of me sweating and looking ridiculous <laughs> um, and dying and logging my time. And of course, like when you log your time too, you're going to get, uh, you know, points for your rewards too. So not only are you working out with the whole community, we're hoping to get a lot of people to do it and sharing your pictures, but you're also going to get rewards too. And it's not something you need a lot of gear for, right? No, it's, no. it's actually no equipment needed. No equipment, so yeah. yeah, it's a four week program. The, the cool thing about mountain tough. So I've, I've been trying to get myself in a little bit of shape now before this thing starts. So, I'm, you know, not in unbearable pain. But they have stuff on there that if you are training for a Western hunt where you're going to be packing out hundreds of pounds of meat, there's an intense series of workouts where you're doing that kind of heavy weight training and that stuff. And then they also have exercises or you know programs on there where it's minimal or no gear at all. And the one I'm doing right now, it's literally a set of dumbbells and like a, a cooler that you use as a bench or as a box kind of thing. And so it's great because you don't have to go buy a whole – thing of you know dumbbells and different pounds or barbells or any of that stuff they set this up so you can do it in your garage and get fit anywhere yeah that that i uh so i just logged in a couple days ago and was amazed at how much content they have Mm -hmm. um in fact i wasn't ready for that i was like okay i gotta come back to this this is like a lot to there's so much here i gotta figure out which avenue to go but sounds like i need to just come in with the challenge and mm-hmm. and there'll be like a program yeah. that gets launched right yeah. within. So you, if you're in the app, you'll be able to see that it'll yep. it'll go live within their app on the ninth. Is that? Yeah. And actually, the public <clears throat> will have access to it. Oh, if cool. anybody that downloads Mountain Tough will have access nice. to, to that's that. That's awesome. Channel. So, uh, but I only did, Go Wild members are getting the thirty days, the free of like thirty full days. access to Mountain, yeah. which yeah. is a really cool thing that they're doing for the yep. community. So. so we're all going to do it. We're committing. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm unlike Jacob in that I haven't warmed up for this at all. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm like totally. Go totally back and listen to his shape. experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> I, I'm not in that kind of shape. I, I haven't worked out since the fall. So, yeah. um, But it's a very <clears throat> scalable program, too, from yeah. what they've said. I've not looked at it yet. Yeah. Um, and you can you can start at any point in yeah. time. Yeah. So even if you're wanting to do the challenge with us, like if you start, if it's a week, if it's January 15th and you're just hearing the podcast or just wondering about it, you can start then, too. It doesn't, you don't have like a day one and then you have to do day two, day three. Like just start it now. And then tag us and tag mm-hmm. Mountain Tough. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, I'm glad we uh, took an extra minute there to talk through that. So tag us when you guys do that. Tag, a, tag us when you log the show. It's always fun to see mm-hmm. the feedback, uh, not just to see that you listen to it, but I'm always interested on uh, what what dumb thing did I say <laughs> yeah. today. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so today we have Brad Luttrell, Jacob Knight, Braden Ware, and Erica Johnson. I almost called you your maiden name. 
uh, Erica John- Weird. I just mm-hmm. you're it's still like in my towels. phone. I think she's still in my phone as her maiden name, That's uh, <laughs> which is funny because it's been like a decade. Uh, <laughs> I should probably update that. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, go to go wild. Hit post. That's a plus sign. Hit log time. Outdoor pod, uh, outdoor podcast, and then you'll see uncensored there, and you can pick which show you listen to and you get points for listening, which gets you rewards. That's discounts on gear. It gets you free stuff, sticker packs, all that good stuff. All right. Thanks guys. We're out. See you.